This episode of Laser Time is brought to you by Vinyl Me Please, the Record of the Month Club, and you can go to joinvmp.com slash lasertime to see how you can save on awesome records. Again, don't feel that bad. I don't. I, I don't feel that bad. I don't think I have a flu or anything. I think it's just marching in the rain. You sound for like you're gonna cough up a loogie the size of a football. Oh football. boy! Oh, oh boy! <laughs> that sounds like a great way to start. <laughs> Laser time off the internet's ninth leading pop culture uh, show. I'm Chris Antista. Who else do we have with us? Football boy Dave Rudden. Yeah, and I'm ready, ready, ready for <laughs> some football. Why did I not? I have that on my YouTube channel. I made a video with. <laughs> Uh, a special guest, Dick Butkiss. Dick Butkiss, <laughs> otherwise known as Michael Graham, pseudo bread on Twitter. Uh, if you don't know what the Laser Time Show does, we take a pop culture topic, uh, do a little bit of research, grab you some fun sound clips, and talk about it for a little less than an hour. This is going to be a weird one, but we started researching mm-hmm. it. It seemed doable. I just, does anybody care about? It's hard to go out on a limb and, and let's get really, let's get really precise and nostalgic for commercials. Uh, mm. But the, this specific topic, I think, is worthwhile I, because everyone sees these commercials in true. particular. It's true. It's true because we're going to talk a little about Super Bowl commercials. But it was like right, right when I was researching, I was looking at the Laser Time Facebook group, mm-hmm. and like our buddy Chris is like, "I'm not one who gets nostalgic for commercials." I'm like, "Great, I'm in the middle yeah. of researching this episode." Woohoo! <laughs> uh, but but it did. I might have pointed this out um, in a previous episode. I know last year we did like cartoon mascots, like animation mascots mm-hmm. that bizarrely has been longstanding. Uh, pitchman yeah. for products like Felix I, the Cat. Mm-hmm. Not the oh yeah no that's that's Winston's not a bad example. That's like, like a I can't really do that. That was that was an official license that's carried over for years and years wow. and years. Yeah, the L.A. Felix sign, but uh, <laughs> but more like we talked about Snoopy at MetLife. Oh, yeah, that yeah. has always pitched insurance. But oh, I'm so worried I'm going to die. Like the Ringling Brothers <laughs> incident grief. last week, Ugh. it ended this year, <laughs> dating that episode. Yeah. But the, this the thing I the sad reality is, uh, hey. Guys, did you did you watch British Bake Off and Steven Universe last week? Hell no. We are great friends. Don't usually watch the same thing. Sort of true. Man. But the things we do experience together. Hey guys, mm-hmm. did you see that the Sprint guy jumped over the Verizon guy jumped <laughs> over to Sprint? Yeah. We've all seen that. We haven't all seen the same films, and we didn't all see the same TV shows. I we, did see more good movies than you. You did. Mm. <laughs> this is true. It's crazy, right? But <laughs> did you see the Geico commercial with the pirates? Everybody, uh, everybody with a YouTube. I feel like you almost have to get more specific. <laughs> <laughs> but that isn't that weird that like those. This whole show is based around the things that we experience together, and yeah. as, as media disseminates, it's fucking weird that the commercials yeah. might be the things that can well, unify maybe us. Maybe that's the zenith of all our political discord these <laughs> yeah. days. Well, it's also because even if we don't watch the same stuff, like YouTube ads and Hulu ads, have yeah. made it such that even yeah. if we're watching completely different shows, odds are we're going to see that same Geico commercial or that same. The Hulu Snickers guy. Or... Uh, Terry Crews is going to break something in half mm-hmm. or whatever. Yeah. Like it's it's going to be universal regardless of what the commercial is. The Budweiser frogs yeah. are going to come back and for a half year. I, happen, I, yeah. I really wanted to go to San Diego because that's all they advertised on Hulu. Oh yeah, <laughs> stop selling me on San Diego. It was San Diego I mean, and like Oregon for a while. Yeah, and it's like oh, yeah. we got trees here. 
Uh, I've seen trees. Yes. <laughs> there's one in, uh, in Oakland right now that says Nevada, and it's like, it's not a vacation until you cross the state line. And I'm like, <clears throat> Nevada. Because mm-hmm. uh. go, going through these Super Bowl commercials, it was like, I can't remember the last time I saw an ad for Coke mm. or mm. McDonald's or... I just I don't see those anymore. I see yeah. fucking insurance, yeah. and cell phone carriers, insurance and cars yeah. and cars yeah. all the time because they all Guess know that they... we're poor cord cut cord cutters and yeah. can't you know afford the fine things like yeah. McDonald's yes. and so, <laughs> I, I don't. I used to sort of protest it because I do watch the super. Again, for an ADHD mm-hmm. guy. The game pauses every forty seconds yeah. for like almost as if it's it was white. designed. Yeah. I, yeah, it's like it's. I just trying to imagine like let me tell you a one hour movie or a, mm-hmm. across six hours. That's what the Super Bowl does for me. Yeah. But the commercials, I gotta admit, are fun. Like I, I can't like deny that like those aren't fun to see anywhere. They're like little short films, mm-hmm. and in almost all cases they're super expensive and they're built to get a rise out of you. Yeah. And mm-hmm. yeah. I, there's also always usually some big movie trailer. Totally, totally. Movie. And I'm going to discuss yeah. that a little later. It's, it was just a brief. Yeah. Because like this this commercial I saw two years ago. Well, I, thought, I guess for, for real quick, I guess we do have a lot of international listeners. Yeah. For the sake of just clarity, I'm sure this has seeped through, but just in case, like Super Bowl is the most watched thing on American television. Super Bowl is the most every watched year. thing in America every year. The, of the top twenty most watched things in America ever, yeah. Yeah. can anybody guess what the only single non Super Bowl thing Mash. is? David is yeah, mash. The mash, is, the mash finale is the only thing in the top twenty. Because the only thing we love more than football is the Korean War. Uh, <laughs> I'm pretty sure those guys are throwing a football around in some scene. Um, really, the the uh, 2015 Super Bowl was uh, watched by 114 million people wow. live, and they don't stream that shit. So I don't. Even, yeah. They don't even have to worry about those numbers. That's yet. not that much less than the amount of people who voted. Jesus Christ! Jesus Christ! To modeling. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, and as of 2015, Super Bowl ads were approaching four million dollars for thirty. 30 second 30 spots second and yeah. some of that which makes this special is that some of the bigger companies do like a full like minute and a half two minute thing so you realize yeah. I can't even fathom that is from the perspective of our little company if we do we have a spare 10 million dollars yeah. to let people know about our shit but then Patrons, yeah. over no. over, over <laughs> yeah yeah if we get to a 10 million dollar uh, thing we will make a Super Bowl we ad. will air the Bud Dwyer vid on the Super Bowl <laughs> uh, we're just gonna put the clip of uh, Henry getting shot with a Halo Nerf gun <laughs> <laughs> that's in the Super Bowl now oh that'd be man, that would, I, I mean I think we can do that uh, I was Chris, even looking only that, you listeners can make it happen uh, well I mean Chris when we have companies that are like forever companies like Pets.com that can afford these <laughs> Super Bowl ads. I, I, I wanted to, to examine that, but I kind of went too in depth with a couple of big things. But yeah, that products that are so like, do you think about GoDaddy.com any other time? No, oh, but I remember that commercial. Uh, but that, that's why they bring you this week's episode. Um, do you want to see the rest of Danica Patrick taking her shirt off? Go to this website where you buy websites. Yeah, it's like you never, <laughs> For some never reason. hear of it. Pets.com, you never hear of it. And some of these commercials, like I just remember, right after Breaking Bad ended, Brian Cranston was in a commercial as. Heisenberg, mm-hmm, and I never yeah. saw it again. And it, it looks—it looks super dumb. He's in terrible makeup. Yeah, and it feels like really, man. Like all this soon. Like exploit that yeah. a little later on when you you don't have a yeah. movie career. And, and it became a uh, yeah. And over the years, it became this one-upsmanship of mm-hmm. like, oh, you got to watch the commercials. Like even in the, mm-hmm. I mean, it's been a thing for a long, long time. Yeah. But I remember even in like ninety ninety one, being a kid with and having a VCR, and even then at age nine, ten, eleven, thinking like I should tape these Super Bowl yeah. commercials. I just it, thought it was tasteless when Cranston was doing the Arby's ad as Trumbo in the bathtub eating. <laughs> Was like, Come on. Did not happen. Uh, it depresses me more that uh, aspiring comedy writers will go end up uh, working for Geico instead of the Ellen Show. Uh, uh, Geico or, or, has more money than God. Is it's, that, is I that was accurate? just watching Jim Gaffigan's com- comedy special on Netflix, and he's just like perfectly expressive. Geico, we get it, and like yet yeah, enough Geico. Hot if, I, if I can, I 
Uh, not like a Hulu ads ad free. Can I just pay you, Geico, to not see one of these again? They're wasting like, their money. I, like I'm already your customer. When I get I a will car, never be one. when I get a car, I'll consider you. Uh, I promise. I've told that story before when I moved to California. Here's two dollars a month. Stop I called. It. I called Geico first <laughs> because even in 2005, I'd already spent 15 years watching Geico commercials. <laughs> Uh, because I couldn't stop watching Judge Judy. Hmm. Uh, See, if you're watching Judge Judy, though, you'd be seeing 1-800-GENERAL-NOW, which is the m- far more yeah, interesting yeah, commercial. But it was like... He it doesn't beat... I watch only late-night cable, so all I see is like, MyPillow.com. <laughs> Jesse Ventura has created his own patented pillow <laughs> called MyPillow.com. But like it was... You it just was, a Fargo character. Uh, you have not seen this commercial, <laughs> in, apparently. Filled with Nazi Very gold, Minnesota. don't tell anyone. It's a conspiracy. Guaranteed not to break your spine, or I'll... Br- I, I don't have any improv with this character and I'm stuffed but uh, I do like I did the Snickers commercials are admittedly dumb mm-hmm. but catered to celebrity appearances and I, you guys have the visual here because yeah. I thought the ending was hilarious it's Danny Trejo as Marsha Brady and of course they eat a Snickers and they transform and they feel better you're not you when you're hungry yeah teach Peter a lesson Marsha eat a Snickers why you get a little hostile when you're hungry better better Marsha, Marsha, Marsha. Jan, this isn't about you. It never is. <laughs> I really love Steve Buscemi's take there. Yep. Uh, no, I didn't expect him, and it's not How that do funny, do, but it's Brady's? funny. Like, like most uh, funny t-shirts, yeah. these commercials are funny ones. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I absolutely hate, and I think it airs on Hulu, there's like another commercial, it might have aired during Super Bowl 2, where it's um, from Boondock Saints uh, as... as uh, Marilyn Monroe. Oh yeah, Willem Dafoe. Yeah, and oh, he's Willem Dafoe. Yeah, doing the great scene, and then underneath the great is. Um, oh yeah, um, it's Eugene Levy. Eugene Levy. Like this no will reason. never get in the picture. What <laughs> makes no sense? It, of course, it'll get in the picture. You're looking yeah. up her dress. Upskirt, man. It's been it's been moving product for years. Yeah. Uh, but I wanted to go back because on thirty twenty ten, our other show, we go through uh, that week in history 30 years ago 20 years ago and 10 years ago and we just did Spuds McKenzie man yeah, turned 30 years old Spuds McKenzie I'm glad Grimm's here so he can chime in with maybe oh, something man. different but this mm. I love Spuds McKenzie a character so famous the dog is just known as the Spuds McKenzie dog <laughs> Yeah, cool. And it is full of people constantly trying to have sex with this dog. Yeah, yeah. it's yeah. a bunch of women lusting after a dog, but the men want to be. Him. I mean, he's wearing that yeah. Talking Heads coat. He <laughs> but he's wearing. Have you ever seen men's wear dog? <laughs> no. Like a Shiba Inu oh. that they like put up in like nice clothes. Wow. No. And it's exactly what it looks like, but the production values on this are far inferior to the uh, Tumblr blogger. But references. it's it's whatever was whatever was fascinating about the Spuds McKinsey's commercial when I watched them now. Yes, it drips with nostalgia, but there's. It's a dog and a skateboard. Yeah. In a floral shirt. This, I, this still works. If, and I theorized, like, why was this such a big deal? Because, again, it's 87, mm-hmm. so it's like, we don't have the internet. Yeah. And there's mm-hmm. no way to share photos or videos of animals yeah. doing things. Yeah. So when a dog is on a skateboard on TV in 1987, 100 million people stop what they're doing. Yeah. yeah. yeah and then, how did the, he get it? How, did they, how does he know? I was they just, put down their 14th Bud Light and pay attention. <laughs> As... <laughs> I can drink like 40 of those fucking things. I hate Bud Light so much. Yeah, it is <laughs> water. It's, it's like mildly alcoholic seawater. I yeah. can't stand it. It reminds me of like I filled up a glass of water and then poured half a Pabst in a <laughs> yeah. full glass yeah. of water. A tablespoon of vinegar. Mix it all together. <laughs> yeah. 
So beyond yeah, the fact a that, of bread that, in there. that this is supposed to be like, mm-hmm. it's kind of appealing to kids because it's got a dog. The tone of that that tune, like the jingle, yeah. sounds so much like a kid's like totally. game or toy. Like, and that's that's one of like here's three. a spider that you throw at your sister. Gross, <laughs> gross spider from Galoob. <laughs> same tune, same tune. Uh, I could uh, we could do a whole show about. Gr- I think we did do one yeah, about jingles because yeah. you'll get caught up in the gross light. Uh, but ask your parents for more. I said on thirty twenty ten that like. When your dad's like, not looking. <laughs> I knew who Spuds McKenzie was. I don't know. It feels like maybe I just woke up in 87. Mm-hmm. I was almost disappointed to learn he was a beer pitchman. I just didn't know for what felt like years. Like, so like There were t-shirts that were very yeah, There, there was, was over 200 licensed pieces of merchandise yeah, 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 yeah. for Spuds McKenzie. Yeah. It's, yeah. Fucking, it's not only fucking everywhere. It was neck and neck with Big Johnson shirts where I grew up. It's, it, <laughs> yeah, was, yeah, it was yeah, not yeah. only everywhere. Everywhere. It's like fucking here is a clip of. Here's a, a talk show. Tonight, ladies and gentlemen, sitting in our audience is one of the celebrities of all time. He is the guru of good times, the chancellor of charm, the sage of sophistication. Please welcome everybody's favorite party animal, Spuds McKenzie. So that's the crowd legitimately going nuts. That's the legendary Dick Clark laughing through his copy as he introduces a fake dog. Uh, And and there's three women holding him. The dog is real. The dog is well. There's a lot of fake shit about the dog. You don't know, man. They said date that dog. No, he looks nuked. (laughs) (laughs) That dog's twenty buds in. Yeah, I was gonna say. There are these vicious rumors. You pick up the tabloids at the at the supermarket checkout stands, and uh, is there any truth to the fact that he is female? Oh, I, I think I had to cover his ears because he's got three women around him, and I don't think we would be following. I mean, this—he's—he's he's a full-out macho guy. Is right. one of them Robin Givens? No. Does he have? They're called the Spudettes. The Spudettes. And they, and, and they be, all fuck the dog. Well, because this dog—excuse me—the dog fucks. This dog. This dog went out on tour, <laughs> and like, guess what? Can't talk. So yeah. there's like people around who have to like pretend to be his. His girlfriend and the fucking mouth of Sauron. his ex-wife is, uh... <laughs> and, and I, I think eventually Congress like there's like some old clip of like a senator holding up a Spuds McKenzie doll because like kids were decked out in Spuds McKenzie shit, right? Advertising a beer pitchman beer, yeah. and and like eventually and yet I just ne- disappear. And yet I never drank a Bud Light. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I, I did, but it, Bud Light is like shitty, but just too expensive. Mm. It's like yeah, just more than yeah. like like fine. I'll get Pabster Nat Light. I don't need you. Oh God, Takane, baby. But what what is happening there is a the revelation that Spuds McKenzie was a girl. Uh, that was a, oh a female my dog. God. Yes, a female dog named my Hunt. sexuality. Honey tree. So evil all of those the bestiality people are lesbian person. too. Yeah. Gross. Yeah. Gross. And I, this is a long clip, but I got it because I just found it on YouTube. It turns out Spuds McKenzie was kind of ripped off from a, a beer company that doesn't ex- exist called Stores. Mm. You know the comedian Brian Regan? Yeah. Brian, I think Brian Regan is an amazing comic. And he never... Not to get too off on Brian Regan, he's like clean, mm-hmm. pure comedy, never talks about himself. But I saw mm-hmm. him on YouTube on the on, on the Comedy Central show, This Is Not Happening. Mm-hmm. So before there was Spuds McKenzie, there was a dog named Alex for Stores mm-hmm. Beer. And was a phenomenon. The dog would tour around, and they decided one year to run it for president. Same breed of dog? No, no. It, yeah. No, it's just like the most generic dog. A like, dog, like a it, lab. It went from like a dog that brought its family member that brand of beer to like they literally ran the dog for president. And, and it like, wasn't the same Bernard. <laughs> no. <laughs> and the dog can't talk, so Brian Regan, as a, as a fledgling comic, had to play the campaign manager. 
for okay. this fucking dog. So he's talking about all these terrible stories like showing up to radio stations. Guess <laughs> My what? client, Spuds McKenzie. <laughs> he says he shows up at radio stations Spuds? without a dog <laughs> and the radio stations are shocked. They have a microphone on the floor with a little water dish like he wasn't going to be here. It's a fucking dog, dude. Like I'm the guy who talks being at fairgrounds trying to promote the dog yeah. for president. This I hope this is funny to you as is me. It's a long clip, mm-hmm. but it's about him. Like he's never been to a hockey game before and has to go out on the ice during halftime oh, after no. a massive fight Can with the dog on a zamboni and promote the dog uh, for president mm-hmm. right after the fucking Dukakis Bush election. <laughs> and this clip, this made me laugh so much this mm-hmm. week, and I I had to play it for you guys. Wow, that checks out. That's eighty eight. Oh. So they get on the uh, Voice of God, ladies and gentlemen. Please welcome. From the Stroh's beer commercials, Alex the dog. And the Zamboni comes out. Alex is, like, confused. He's sitting next to the driver. The crowd is going berserk. They just saw a hockey fight. Now they're seeing a dog and a Zamboni. They're plenty entertained. They don't need to see what is about to happen. And now, please welcome the campaign manager, Brian Regan. They don't explain that I'm his campaign manager. They don't say he's running for president. There's no context whatsoever. Just please welcome the campaign manager, Brian Regan. So I walk out. I've never been on ice, so I don't want to go fast. I'm just walking slow to 12,000 completely confused people. I'm not smart enough to reset and go, hey, he didn't tell you Alex is running for president. I don't say nothing. I just go, hey, how about that election, huh? 12,000, huh? What's this guy talking about? And I said, you know, a lot of people think this election is going to the dogs. We might as well vote for somebody who's qualified. People start booing. I start hearing this low boo, boo, and I'm like, what the hell is going on? And I just keep turning around, and everywhere I look, I just see round lips, boo. <laughs> I see Alex going by. What the heck's going on? <laughs> so I figure, well, maybe I'll get him with the next joke. Uh, Bush and Dukakis. Dukakis, that sounds like something Alex might do in a bush. <laughs> now they're all booing. <laughs> now it's unanimous. It's the loudest thing I'd ever heard. It was louder than any jet engine. It was... I thought, well, it's not smart to face the booze. I'll turn around. Like, over here, it's going to be people throwing roses. <laughs> over here, boo, everywhere. Round lips, kids, boo. Little old ladies, boo. The Zamboni driver was booing. <laughs> that cl- it's called Boo Sailboats. Because uh, he... It's about him trying to exit the ice, having never walked on it before, and Hmm. not knowing where the exit is while being booed. (laughs) Where the force of the boo can push you like a (laughs) small boat. How Uh, about those clowns in Congress? (laughs) I don't know. For me, I thought it was one of the funniest stories I'd heard recently. Sports go sports. I promise I really totally care who wins.
If there's a net or a hoop or a hole in the ground, I hope they get it in. If they want to go to all the bases, I hope they do. If they're supposed to run past a line or whatever, I hope they do that too. Sports go sports! Commercial alert! Put the VCR on pause. Ah! You like Laser Time shows? Then you might like Bonus Time, Laser Time's weekly bonus show exclusively on Patreon.com slash LaserTime. Here's a taste of what you've been missing. The movie we watched was called Walk the Dark Streets, and I thought it had the amaz- the most amazing premise ever. The movie fucking sucks. World War II vets finally meet up again. One guy's desperate for the money, and the other guy's doing pretty well. And the guy's like, I'm a trophy hunter. I'll pay you to hunt him through L.A., but it's about two guys hunting one another through L.A. And, like, why hasn't somebody done the movie of two people hunting one another in the city? It'd be so cool. Well, it kind of did with the pest. And, just uh, talked about it on 302010. And it assassins. Pre- yeah, but Predator 2. But they're, but they're not hunting one another. Uh, yeah. Like, that's what I think is the cool So you cool think act. the one thing holding back the pest is that John Loigazama <laughs> didn't get to hunt back Jeffrey Jones? There's no X to his sever. Okay. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. I, I don't even know if that's an apt reference. I, I don't either, seen but the film. Uh, yeah. for some reason, I was I, like, yeah. I played two Game Boy games. I think so. most people remember the movie, though, for the hit song from it. That one was like, uh, come on, get up the floor. Everybody walk the dark streets. Streets, <laughs> walk the dark streets. Get bonus time, Laser Time's weekly, full-length, uncensored, and ad free Patreon exclusive podcasts as well as weekly full length movie commentaries wrestling and cartoon video commentaries physical rewards, the first season of Talking Simpson and more at patreon.com slash laser time starting at just five bucks you'll help us live and we'll do our best to help you never be bored again Oh, you guys seem to like commercials. You've listened this far. How about another one from a new sponsor? That is Vinyl Me Please. If you've been listening to the show lately, you know that me and uh, Brad have gotten a little bit into vinyl collecting. I got the Tron Double album for uh, just for Christmas. I'm loving it. Got a new record player. Sounds great. Um, but I have been getting into collecting a little bit of vinyl in it. If you have two, this show is brought to you by Vinyl Me Please. And you Laser Time listeners can go to join VMP dot com slash laser timing and see how you can save on getting a record each and every month now i know what you're thinking uh but yes vinyl me is a record of the month club they call themselves the best record of the month club but they feature one album that they consider essential to a modern vinyl collection and if you look if you browse through their previous releases you can see why recent record pressings include weezer's pinkerton the score by the Fuji's Panda Bear, Nina Simone, and a whole bunch of other stuff. Just head to joinvmp.com slash laser time. You can browse for yourself. Now remember, each record is pressed exclusively for Vinyl Me Please members and features uh, stuff you cannot get anywhere else, like bonus tracks, inserted art, colored variants, smaller pressing. Seriously, you got to check it out. And uh comes packed with a 12 by 12 album-inspired art print and custom boozy cocktail pairing recipes pretty cool and the coolest thing about it because this is weird i understand that uh they have a swaps program with their swaps program you can change out an album you don't like with something that they previously released in past months and other limited things within the vinyl me archive so if you don't like that record that much you can change it out there are no contracts no hidden fees no extra charges and top-notch customer service that will get you whatever you need as soon as humanly possible aspiring record collectors come on it's worth checking out so remember you laser time listeners can see how you can save some money by going to joinvmp.com slash laser time right now
Lazy time, second segment. All aboard. Let's go. Hello. Hi. Do you want to go to a party with me? No. The game's on. Oh, I almost forgot. I'll be right there. We like sports and we don't care who knows. From shooting hoops to the Super Bowl. We like sports and we don't care who knows. But, uh, but, like, the weird thing was... Spuds McKenzie lasted like two fucking years. Yeah. Like they they got rid of him. Like the last commercial he's in is like, that's this, crazy. This dog is lusted after. Please drink responsibly. Uh, <laughs> but the merchandise, well, you know, given the nature of the '80s, that shit stuck around forever. It did. Like yeah, those yeah. Th- those bumper stickers. Uh, yeah, they're still in landfills right and now. And they were all like animated, like cartoon shirts yeah. too. So yeah, it was like it was. Yeah, I'm sure there was a. They're totally of the dog, watchable. It's it's a it, it feels when I see a dog on a skateboard, I feel like I. Feels like I was born a different century, which mm-hmm. I guess I was. But like, it just feels like it makes me feel way older. Like that was the pinnacle of entertainment. Yeah. This pitchman uh, went crazy, but '89 Spuds is out. Well, there's seven thousand yeah. civilians putting their dogs on skateboards. Every day, so. <laughs> yeah. Spuds is out, and this is the one I remembered most. We're back for the kickoff of Bud Bowl One. Bud has won the toss. They'll receive. Turn out their lights. Let's kick some Bud. And we're underway. I had no concept of football or the Super Bowl, it's but I bo- love the Bud Bowl. Bottles of beer. Stop motion bottles of beer yeah. playing football. With tiny Some helmets impress- on top of Impressive puppetry, I will say. Like I- if you go to the commercial collection, like they zoom out into one of the boxes, and that's like the last Spuds McKenzie appearance. He's Aww. in the skybox watching the fucking Bud Bowl. I love the idea of somebody... Some sliders. <laughs> yeah, of somebody studying animation their whole lives, mm-hmm. and then <laughs> yeah. at some point looking up from in some like stop motion stupor Having to take a thousand mm-hmm. pictures of a Bud Light bottle mm-hmm. yeah. to animate it one inch. It's the nature of how <laughs> things are made. If like Chris, what was the animation studio? That oh, I don't know. I don't know. I know Klasky Will, Chufa. <laughs> I know Will Vinton did uh, uh, the California Raisins, but they didn't have a Super Bowl commercial. I checked. Wow. Uh-huh. Trust me, because I was. It made me want to go off on a tangent of like commercials that became real things, mm. like just beyond commercials. But the Bud Bowl didn't do that. I think it received the same flack that. Uh, Spuds did eventually, right? And they brought it back very briefly in the two thousands. But uh, I, as a little kid, it was the only thing I had to look forward to. Not There's that gray area football. though where you have to cross over. Is this aimed at children or at the infantile mind of the average football fan? <laughs> yeah, Boom, <but>, roasted. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I, I just I still get a kick out of the Bud Bowl watching it. I don't know who made it, sadly. Uh, but it, <laughs> I'm a, I know this mostly because of the Simpsons, the Daddy, yes. the, the Duff versus Duff Dryer, yeah, <laughs> which was. Spot on parody, of yeah. course. Um, yeah. It also reminds me, you mentioned the Spud McKenzie president thing. We haven't seen that in a while. I mean, aside from the real thing that happened. Uh, <laughs> but we haven't seen like a cartoon it, character being like actually promoted as president by a company as an advertising It can't campaign. be a joke ever again. It can't. It can't. My dad yeah. was so into the back Jack for president, the uh, oh, Jack what? in the Box. Remember Jack in the Box? The, yeah. When they brought Jack back? Wait, the, like the, the, the round-headed guy, guy? The round-headed guy with the thing in the suit. Yeah. Like, they did it when he was new, when they brought him back or whatever, and it was like, back Jack for president. Because oh, he, he was like an existing mascot? Yeah, I guess he oh. was an old mascot that they like brought back as a new guy or whatever. But anyway, he put that sticker on his Jeep and had the little Jesus. antenna bobbly oh, in and yeah, everything, yeah. and I'm like... My dad's an oh, yeah. idiot. That's, I, I didn't want to do, I, like, I tried to, like, you know, we're, we don't always want to do, like, a strictly nostalgic episode, cause, but these commercials would, like, create catchphrases that would be repeated for yes. the, throughout the rest of the year. I couldn't think of a modern example of a commercial that people repeat. These ads are also great examples of things where it's, like, they are so of the moment mm-hmm. that, like, they're dead within a month later in most cases. Usually, yeah. A week later. So when you look at them now, you're just like, it's like seeing, you know, a puke green sofa <laughs> and, like, orange shag carpet from the <laughs> 70s, where it was like, this was not designed to, like, exist for longer than a few moments in time. Yeah. But it's cool. It's a nice historical record of uh, stop-motion beer bottles <laughs> ramming into each other. I did look up the history of the Bud Bowl. 
so they had eight Bud Bowls. Bud Light only won twice. Wow. Good Whoa, man, what a ripped. bunch of losers. Why would I ever drink that beer? Spud <laughs> doesn't a... want to have anything to do with it. They can't I win the Bud Bowl. I still can't wrap my head around drinking a Budweiser and be like, do you have anything that's less intense? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, well, it's because it's diet, right? Bud Light has less calories. I, even true? I don't think that. I'm not even it's sure they can call it that. Right? Like cigarettes know. can't say that anymore, right? Because it does. It's not a thing. Well, it's like Michelob Ultra, right? Yeah, like, no carbs. What? Yeah, uh, my fucking, beer is just rice gluten. <laughs> but the, no, we got to focus the fucking Budweiser because, like, in 1995, <laughs> I don't have the heart to play the rest of that. <laughs> but, but that shit lasted for way longer. Had more merchandise on it. There's an article from the San Francisco Chronicle saying kids could recognize the Budweiser frogs oh, yeah. more easily than Smokey the Bear because <laughs> they were that fucking prevalent everywhere. You have selected you, so to me. At least, at least, in, it, like later in my lifetime, I saw something along the lines of Spuds McKenzie and could look at it frowningly. Yeah. <laughs> I remember being in high school, like uh, yeah, yeah like, would have been high school. Uh, January '95 is the end of eighth grade for me, and then but getting into freshman year high school in 95 like there'd just be people in class like disrupting the class just going bud, bud. and it's like I get it I know what you're doing shut up we all watch the same stupid commercial it's like just, it's a classroom of kids going bud what bud what bud what <laughs> and the teacher just walks out wow good god I cannot imagine trying to be a teacher in the air of stone cold what chance like oh in 1877 what, what? Uh, <sighs> I would call the whole class out. We're going to settle this in the ring. <laughs> We're going to have a 30-kid rumble, and I'm going to... That's a classic. It is. <laughs> so, but I moved, uh, like, also, we just hit, I think, two bingo cards. All right, Simpson reference to Simpsons reference. <laughs> nice. I, it, but that was such a big... I, I, I thought I'd remember reading that. Did anybody ever see that HBO show, The Life and Times of Tim? Yeah. It's really fucking funny. Yeah. The guy who's the main voice and created it, that's like his claim to fame. Like, he hadn't made a show before. Mm. He made... He, I don't know that he's credited with the Budweiser Frogs, Remember, they eventually got the Budweiser lizards, who then battled them for the next few years. I have no record. They were given adversaries. No like that's how prevalent these commercials were. Was one of them a chameleon? Yeah, or were they lizards? A chameleon. Sorry, I think they're kind of. Were they the same brand? Yeah, yeah, they had to be. Yeah, they would like meet up together. This was everywhere. It's like when Shredder made the four frogs to oh, fight the God. Ninja Turtles. Man, I'm looking at it on the screen now. The yeah, ferret. Recall. The ferret. Holy hell, I don't yeah. remember any of this. I just remember someone hunting the ferret. lizard going, here, lizard, lizard, lizard. Was that... I, was, I, was you can't that, expect me like, to watch every Budweiser commercial ever. Was that ever. a feud between the Taco Bell dog and the lizard from Budweiser? Fuck, I sort of know what you're talking about. Yeah. The Taco Bell dog did show up in somebody else's commercial yeah. at some oh, point. Uh, um, been also, a- I just want to read off this YouTube video here. <laughs> Not without my swamp, colon, the complete story of the Budweiser Swamp Gang by Mr. Alcohol. <laughs> has more views than all of our videos well, combined. I gotta, I gotta trust true. That. I got that name. I gotta trust them. There's a video of just static logos that I made. <laughs> <laughs> but but in case you think you're immune to this because you're a little younger. Oh, God, this. Yeah. You ready to laugh at this yet? Uh. Hello? Hey, who? What's up? None, B. Just watching the game. Having a bud. What's up with you? Budweiser ran beer. Watching the game, having a bud. True. True. High as a kite. What's up? What's up? Yo, who's that? Yo! It's the Dudley Boys. Just pick up the phone. Hello? Right, dude. Everyone is so high. It's group Facetime. But 
like, watching football and drinking by themselves alone in their rooms. <laughs> in like, I, wanted, I wanted Budweiser to be the introduction because it branches generations. Mm. This was responsible for the one of the first video memes I ever saw on the internet, which was Batman and Robin and like the Super Friends oh, Justice yeah. League Ugh. doing the was up yeah. stuff on their communicators. Does that? Come I, on, I remember you, you that. Were yeah, yeah. Like that's that. I don't know. That's how that's how fucking ingrained so these things. This are. is my this is my least favorite of all the Budweiser. Yeah. Well, I think this, you were like old enough to be tired of that kind of bullshit and well, didn't want to drink the, the beer. The frogs were irritating, but at least it's a rounded noise. Mm-hmm. Like if you think of it, if you think of it as if you think of it as a a, a wave file. Did not yeah, expect yeah. this to be good. But like that's uh, that's a that's at least a soft, <laughs> soothing uh, round noise. The attack and the sustain are where they need to be. Mm-hmm. Whereas this to, uh, shit is just a grating <laughs> diarrhea. Of like jagged peaks and valleys on a timeline, and it drives me insane. So to prove how behind the times that WWE is, yeah. who also had a Super Bowl commercial, I have right? it if you want to hear. Uh, it. But but just to quickly point to uh, to this, mm-hmm. the Dudley Boys didn't join the WWE till I think 2000, mm-hmm. and probably didn't use. They have a move where they go was a. Uh, while yeah. one guy With drops, jump, yeah, and then yeah. the other guy jumps off the top rope onto the onto the opponent's Man. crotch. So they probably didn't do that until 2001, three years after this like premiered, and they still do it today. Do they that. still do yeah. this. You remember, like when I first moved here, I had I thought I was the king of irony. Yeah. I had a official Budweiser like floaty fonted was up t-shirts mm-hmm. that I bought at a thrift store and it's the phenomenon's only three years old I think so that's it's, why I told them not to hire you <laughs> it's, it's difficult to distinguish whether you're an actual fan or a uh, yeah. king hipster at that point uh, but I did so, I, the WWE commercial is pretty fucking was, amazing was that also the thing that the Bud do the anti-commercial that with the what are you doing which was making fun of oh, the was up thing I think somebody did yeah right I just remember that one where it's like everyone's wearing sweater vests tied around their necks or whatever <laughs> terrible uh, I wonder who did. I can't. I think it's Bud. They did, did it. They did their own counter programming, which is astounding. <laughs> Most people have the wrong impression about the World Wrestling Federation. We're a non-violent form of entertainment. We never use sex to enhance our image. As athletes, we understand the importance of being positive role models. We're good, wholesome, family, entertainment. We're trying to make the world a better place for mankind. WWF Attitude. Get it? I think that's... Surprisingly, nobody's dead. Yeah. Marshall. yeah well, well, they're yeah. all they're all like the millionaires who have health insurance. Yeah. Except yeah. mankind. Care of, except and for mankind. <laughs> I forgot about that. That's, yeah. it's, that yeah. commercial's not only still great, it's a wonderful time capsule of the Attitude Era. Because yeah. there's someone Absolutely. fucking on a table, yeah. Yeah. and yeah. Vince McMahon being the capper on it when he was still a major Someone giving birth to a hand <laughs> in the background. <laughs> yep. so very little wrestling. Some guy trying to jump over a girl. I couldn't, <laughs> yeah. I couldn't really tell what was going the on. The wrestlers are do- not doing any wrestling in there. There's some no. wrestling happening in the background, sort of, right. but that's Yeah, but it. it's, it's mostly executives like Kane just leaning up against a wall yeah. having coffee. Yeah. Uh, we have to let's, we have to go to break real fast. When we come back, I'm going to quiz y'all on something to prove what massive sports fans we are. the Super Bowl episode, it's only appropriate that we are brought to you by GoDaddy. Yes, that's right. This is not a joke. You can go to trygodaddy.com slash lasertime and save $30 on your order. You know GoDaddy. 
You've seen them on the Super Bowl commercials, all those titties and stuff. We don't have any titties, I promise you. Uh, <laughs> what we do have is a way to save 30% on your domain registration. You have to know what GoDaddy is by now. I know you've watched the Super Bowl before. GoDaddy is the largest technology provider for small businesses, and they offer 24-7 award-winning customer support. And they've got everything you need to get started uh, with that online business or new website. GoDaddy is trusted by over 13 million people throughout the world. So if you're looking to start a new website or take your small business to the next level, GoDaddy could have just what the doctor ordered. Again, this is serious. You can go to trygodaddy.com slash laser time and save 30% on your order. Hey, come on. I'm sure some of you want to register domain clownpenis.fart. You want to take my AIDS booger away? See if it's available. Check it out for yourself. Trygodaddy.com slash laser time and save 30%. Thank you folks so much for listening. This is the most I've ever done on mic uh, while I am sick, but I have plenty of things to tell you about this week. I hope you've seen Brett's brand new video about old Nintendo names and the Nintendo Switch on YouTube.com slash LazerTime, because it's a really fun video. We know you guys like it when we yell into a camera, and that's exactly what we're doing, uh, editing it down in a nice, I don't know, 8 to 10 minute chunk, I should probably watch the video first before I plug it, but hey, I helped make it, uh, and, and several others that I know you listening haven't seen. You should check out our YouTube channel. Hey, and if you've liked our videos, if you like who we are, we are announcing uh, kind of a tentatively new Monday reoccurring feature. Uh, in the past, Brett and I have raced through Mario games. Uh, I believe during the Christmas break, we raced through World 1 and 2 of Super Mario 3. We're going to continue that on a weekly basis every Monday at 3 p.m. Pacific on our Twitch channel and, of course, on YouTube.com slash LazerTime. Uh, we encourage you to go to LazerTimePodcast.com because that's where you can see all of our videos and check all of that shit out. And hopefully you can join us this week for a couple of live streams. I hope we're going to be playing the new Double Dragon. There's a Double Dragon 4 this week, people. Let's, not time to fuck around. we got to play that shit. And hopefully an all-new shitty game on our Wednesday show where we just wrapped up a complete playthrough of Zelda 2 in honor of its 30th anniversary. And, and, and that stream was inspired, as is this episode, by 302010, Laser Time's weekly look 30 years ago, 20 years ago, and 10 years ago into the past. It's a really fun show co-hosted by uh, me, Brett, uh, Dave, and not only that, the one and only Diana Goodman. I know there's plenty of fans. If you haven't checked out that show, it is really, really fun. And we've got nothing but positive reviews, as is our other most recent show, Talking Simpsons. Which is, if you don't know what Talking Simpsons is, it is Laser Time's chronological breakdown of every single episode of The Simpsons in order. We've gotten from season one to the end of season four. That's insane. I, I, I did not feel like me, Bob, and Henry have been doing it that long. But we were about to put a wrap on season four. And remember, if you want to hear Season 1, that is exclusive for patrons at patreon.com slash lasertime, which is home to a bunch of audio commentaries, a weekly uncensored podcast for patrons exclusively, bonus time, as well as, guess what, a new cheap podcast coming this week to talk about the Royal Rumble and other events in wrestling. If you're a wrestling fan, that is exclusive to patrons at patreon.com slash lasertime. I'm tired of plugging things. I can barely breathe. Would you mind if I get out of here? Bet you wouldn't. Bet you skip this. I hate you. I love you. Thanks, guys. Bye.
simple thing to plainly obvious to see. We're gonna kick your collective posterior. Of course you realize we're speaking figuratively. Welcome back to Laser Time. Uh, if that's fawning over the wrestling wasn't proof enough. We're not all the biggest sports fans here. Dave likes some of his baseball, baseball New York yes. teams. Grim's a little bandwagony with Bay Area, um, absolutely. <laughs> Bay Area teams, but I have a uh, place where I grew up. Yeah, <laughs> just, just to give, I want to, I want to give this the real football fans a reason to feel superior for a second. So I'm going to ask you trivia questions that I intentionally uh, plan on you getting wrong uh, about Super Bowls of years past. Hey, Super Bowl two was between the Green Bay Packers and the Oakland what? My, Brett, uh, the Oakland what? Uh, Lightning round. <laughs> It's too many like pirates. I can't remember. No, sorry, that would be the Oakland Raiders. Super Bowl eighteen. Michael Graham was between the Washington Redskins and the Los Angeles what? Rams. Ooh, sorry, that would be the Los Angeles Raiders. Oh, LA Raiders. Super Bowl fourteen was between the the Pittsburgh Steelers and the Los Angeles what? Rams. Damn it! Yes, (laughs) Brett. uh, The Super Bowl (laughs) forty-one was between the Chicago Bears and the Indianapolis what? Colts. That yes, that is correct. (laughs) Michael Graham, Super Bowl 35 is between the New York Giants and the Baltimore what? Ravens. Yes. God damn it. <laughs> Joe Flacco, baby. Dave, <laughs> Dave, Super Bowl 38 was between the New England Patriots and the Carolina what? Panthers. Cam Newton, baby. Damn, you got that we right can too. name people on the team. Brett Elston, <laughs> Super Bowl 5 was the Dallas Cowboys and the Baltimore what? Ravens. Colts, motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> Y'all don't know shit about sports. <laughs> when you started me with the Oakland Raiders, I'm like, no, nah, there must have been something else it's back Intentionally. Then. It was supposed and to be intentionally pretty confusing. Gotcha. And I forgot they zigzagged. Uh, yeah, it was supposed to be a manufactured gotcha moment and there. And now where are they off to now? Where are they going to Vegas? Everybody's yes, going yeah, to LA. Vegas, They're going to have 900 teams. It's going to be amazing. Yeah. You can see any game. Like Los Angeles, they're sharing a stadium now. Uh, Chargers <laughs> and the Rams, I believe. Yeah? No, Chargers and... More of a Clippers-Lakers person. Can I show you some some cool stuff I found from even before we were born? Milky. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, if you must. Uh, but this is, I, I wanted to look up when was the last cigarette ad on television? Mm. And it was 1970. Mm. So I oh. went out of my way to try and find the very last, uh, cigarette ad in a Super Bowl. Oh, okay. And it, this will make, like, how quaint everything was. There's nothing That's right, flamboyant it about this. That's right. became a product so cool it sold itself. <laughs> what is uh, Joe Namath like after a big football game? Uh, like a nice laxative in a Salem. <laughs> hey, mister. Uh, how about some of those skinny cigarettes? In this fancy, frilly, you got to have a gimmick world, there's one cigarette that doesn't go along. Camel filters? Camel filters aren't for everybody. There's no compromise in the tobacco, no nonsense about the taste. Camel filters. They're not for everybody. Camel filters. They happen that's, to be... That's real badass. That the was wild brand of cigarettes. Because it was a big controversy. Because the camel looked like a dick. That no, is also the most too. California beach because he's got yeah. swim shorts on and a jacket. And it's gray as fuck <laughs> outside. And everyone's wearing long sleeve jackets. And I was like, I never understood that till I moved out here. <laughs> and then went out to the beach once and I was like, this is bullshit. Yeah, I thought it was like impossible for it to rain at the beach. And it does every time <laughs> I'm at a beach in California. This is an affront to beaches everywhere. Yeah, it's weird that it's my brand. And there was recent controversy because uh, vape manufacturers were wanted, Nation, to put, wanted to put a, a cigarette or vape ads on the Super Bowl and it's weird there's a lot of very, very strange band commercials because these advertisers are like anything goes right and like no there's still FCC hmm. regulations you have to clear shit and so for at least goes right for at least one more year yeah for, <laughs> uh, but th- there's that there was just that one example recently of Scarlett Johansson doing a soda stream commercial and she just oh, yeah. has a throwaway line of like yeah suck on that dick Coke and Pepsi and like 
you, you can't just say the name of the competitors. Mm-hmm. And you have to like actually license that, and it just it's also just it helps million dollar commercials that never aired. With also, Scarlet it helps Johansson. your factory isn't on a uh, you know the uh, Gaza Strip. What? <laughs> uh, what? Soda Stream? Yeah, Soda Stream's factory is on contested Israel. Wow. Is there territory. nothing pure Whoops. in this world? <laughs> uh, laser time. Hey. made in the USA. That's right. <laughs> a lot of Japanese parts. Union. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, did you know Chris does not give us insurance. <laughs> <laughs> Or me, I might not have it anymore either. The um, only Cobra we have around here is from G.I. Joe. It's the one that's in a 40. <laughs> where, where, does anybody have a, a famous commercial they wanted to bring up? Maybe I can help, I rem- help me segue. I always remember the Seinfeld Superman. That, oh, God yeah. damn it, I didn't get that one. That was really funny. I remember. Because it's just Seinfeld and Superman walking around New and York, It's Patrick right? Warburton like doing uh, the voice of Superman for American Express. Yeah, Because Seinfeld's like a crazy Superman fan. Yeah. Um, it doesn't work. I don't think. I don't know if it will work well in audio. That's a, a block on the laser time bingo, by the way. But ah. there was the because uh, <laughs> after I, th- I think it was after they left uh, MetLife. I think it was a Coke ad with yeah. peanuts where Charlie Brown ends up stealing a bottle of Coke from yeah, like Stewie like a, or something. There's like an underdog balloon and Stewie yeah. from Family Guy. I wanted to make an article on ensemble things because I don't even remember what it was. But it was there's like, an ad with yeah. Scooby Doo, Flintstones, and Voltron. I think for MetLife. Yeah. That's in, that's insane. Like, there's like every shitty sixth tier cartoon character yeah. you can think of are all in this one commercial. Mm-hmm. There's Simpsons one. Uh, there's one for Visa. That's again all shitty cartoon mm-hmm. characters. Here, uh, here's one I did get from that really made me mad. And I'm gonna ask you to look away from the screen mm-hmm. real fast because I'm gonna ask you what burger this dude is hawking. There is a hamburger side, and there is a tomato side. Uh, there is BLT. Pepe, and there is manzel. <laughs> So mm. you hear him? You hear him? The smelly burger. Could you hear what Mel Blanc was saying? Not really. That, no. that is, that's what's the so sad about thing. it. It's, it's reused Warner Brothers animation yeah. with Mel Blanc on it, like practically his deathbed. Wow! At yeah. this point, they could not fork over money for original animation in yeah. 1986. It seems weird, but yeah. it's all it's all stock animation with new raspy Mel, yeah. Mel Blanc. Oh, it's the McDLT. Elston Ding. Because it's BLT of like the cold stuff stays cold it's, and the hot stays it, hot, and then it literally hinged on a hinge. Yeah, they have two. Wow. They made two compartments so your burger stays warm and your vegetables stay. So cold. twice as much unrecyclable styrofoam, yes. dude. And you slap them together <laughs> Good when Lord. you want them, so everything stays nice and fresh. The dumbest gimmick that lasted Ye- way longer than McDonald's. Yeah. Anything McDonald's I has remember, done in like, years. I would never get one, but I remember seeing adults get mm-hmm. them, and I was like five or six years old, and just being like. It's the same shit from behind the counter. Like yeah. I'm five and I've cracked the yeah. code of this thing. Like it's they're just selling you on a gimmick. Like, like I'm eating the real food over here, a lunchable. It's not too dissimilar uh, of like McDonald's. Uh, you're a uh, twelve piece McNugget of processed yeah. fat meat. It's not too different from McDonald's now. Like McDonald's, you're losing all these Disney contracts. People are backing out. You're giving kids diabetes. People don't want to eat you anymore. You got to make a new food. What's your idea? Let's make a Big Mac, but bigger. Yeah. <laughs> and it works. That's, well, I mean, that's the thing. And they lean in like Carl's Jr., right? Like, yeah. Uh, yeah. Let's just make gimmick burgers. Like, I mean, that's... Up. It's, it's fucking got a Carl's Jr. and Jack in the it. Box. I am not immune to their stupid fucking burger yeah, gimmicks. Sure. I'm really not. I mean, so we were just talking about going to one of the kiosks to like order a monstrosity burger or whatever. Like, there's still no Jack in the Box where I'm from. Like, I didn't grow up with any... I think uh, that's... I'm getting... Why nobody understood that... <laughs> Historic yeah, yeah. run for mm. fucking president because yeah. we didn't have we, we didn't have anywhere I'm from and the only reason we knew about it is when they killed a bunch of people. Yeah, with the coli. that's yeah. all I remember. <laughs> yeah, and it's like, well, we don't have those. We I had, did. We, we, had, we had racks, baby. Racks. We had <laughs> racks too. The fucking salad bar burger place. <laughs> oh, it's awful. That was the McDLT uh, marketed with Looney Tunes. That's the I guess the burger for smelly rapists because that's Pepe Le Pew. In fact, if you couldn't <laughs> tell uh, that he's the one hawking the burger. I was like, where are you going with smell? Oh, right. Happy Le Pew, baby. He's, uh, I, we, when we went and saw a bunch of Looney Tunes in the theater, they kind of have he, to give a disclaimer, like, 
This he, guy's not cool anymore. No, he's <laughs> really gross. Yeah, it's unfortunate. And, and like he's, I don't like a lot of the one note joke Looney Tunes. I don't hate him. I I would never go out of my way to watch his shit. But uh, he's one of the one note characters anyway. I'm like, surprised yeah. there's not a prominent Ernest Super Bowl commercial. Yeah, you know, given what? that I he was a legit up. phenomenon in this. Early mid '80s time period. There weren't all those commercials made with like a seventy-five dollar budget. Uh, they were, but it was like regional stuff. Uh, depending but, on how much how much film they had in the camera. But then, like, he's wearing a solid gold hat. In the but you got to think of like <laughs> once camp and Christmas were out, like that was Disney money. Yeah. So like, I, I'm very surprised, and maybe yeah. there was, and I just don't remember. I think he was, he was still an independently owned character, so Disney yeah, yeah. wouldn't trot him out there. Yeah. Well, I mean, like, but it's you just like somebody would. Somebody would have. You would have thought. I don't I, know. You, you should look into that because when he started doing the movies, well, again, I've read two commercials. I've got read two different books about him, which is I more asked than... you a direct question, Ernest. <laughs> <laughs> what, what was the question? Did he abandon the commercials once he started making all the movies? No, there was still commercials happening regionally. Maybe eventually, but I don't mm. think right like in between camp and Christmas. Please still listen doing... to that Ernest episode, man. You yeah. don't even talk about the fucking movies. Talk like, the movies. It is. It is all. It is the most hipster Ernest thing, hipster thing we've ever done. I love it so much. Uh, but this no. is the next best thing. I found this. I just thought it was silly. It's Dana Carvey and John Lovitz in a American Express commercial, and it is the most '80s thing you'll ever see in your life. Then at the stadium. Oh, let me at least pay for the ticket. Hey, wait a minute. That card's no good here. I got the TV and <laughs> Finally, John found a place at the Super Bowl that takes that other card. The souvenir stand. You got me this with your card? Uh, the souvenir stand only takes that other card. It's not that entertaining, but if you can watch it on your own, it's like they go to Miami, wear white suits with pink uh, pink with t-shirts. Hawaiian underneath. shirts with the speed up, slow down the just, footage stuff. Just John Lovett's look here being marketable in any way. Yeah. The, the long-haired chubby bald guy. Very unique voice. Very funny man. <laughs> not gay. Not um, gay. So are they supposed to be playing their just themselves like mm-hmm. SNL stars? That, and John's like the the goofus. Like don't uh, do what John does. He uh, doesn't get shit. Dana Carvey gets everything because mm-hmm. he's way better than that guy. Because he, he does Church Lady, which is <laughs> hilarious. Uh, and, and he is. Uh, I wanted to like this one. Of course, people are probably screaming at their TVs for us to play, but I got some cool backstory for it. On January twenty fourth, Apple Computer will introduce Macintosh. And you'll see why 1984 won't be like 1984. I love how long that reference is going to keep going. Oh, you see, 1984 is now a bestseller again? Yep. (laughs) Though, 33 years ago that a Super Bowl ad that aired during football could presume that the audience has read the book 1984. Yeah, we do live in a different time. I think, because, dude... You've seen this commercial, whether you've seen this commercial or not, you probably have. It only aired, it aired in a couple local markets on the Super Bowl and then never again because it's fucking weird. Mm -hmm. It was a million dollar commercial directed by Ridley Scott for Apple Computers about a, 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 what would you call it? A, an independent Mm -hmm. woman who runs in and throws a hammer through a Big Brother esque Mm -hmm. screen and it it rings of George Orwell stuff. Mm -hmm. But 1984, this commercial is parodied, I think, in like, Simpsons Futurama Family mm-hmm. Guy you can find a 1984 parody yeah. and, and mm-hmm. Benedict Cumberbatch's SNL they did it again just a few months ago oh, yeah. the, with a toilet commercial <laughs> like that's how that's how in, enduring this yeah. has been yeah it's like I think I mean it is iconic it's like it doesn't it's, look like it's anything like, else it's 90 seconds it's beautiful actually yeah. it's yeah really. I love how the, the woman who runs in with the hammer looks like the uh, like 
like she and Dolph Lundgren were from the same vat of like per- <laughs> of like perfect human specimens. Yeah. And the, but just yeah. the look with her blonde hair and yeah. this perfect physique is like you guys should like yeah. She's just like the, a Hooters marathon. She's like runner. the pre-evolved uh, version of Bridget Nielsen. Nordic supermen are our superiors. <laughs> but uh, the backstory I never got before because I, you know back before people could research such things. It was, it was never aired again because it was so controversial. I'm like, that doesn't make any sense. It's just a 90-second commercial that you can't it, really air in a normal air, yeah, air time. Right. Like that, and that would also stand out if it aired during fucking prices Right in the Morning. It's yeah. it, like some Super Bowl commercials are just... What? Like, you know, a lot of times you'll see a Super Bowl commercial air just during the day yeah. a couple weeks later. And it'll yeah. be shortened usually. Yeah, but this is like, this is a, an event sort of commercial. Yeah. You, you wouldn't want to watch it. Apple yeah. attributed... To, like, they, they made, I think they sold like 3 million units of the Macintosh that mm-hmm. they're introducing. Yeah. But what I... Never. Bosom buddies will be right back. <laughs> no! <laughs> what I hadn't seen is that it did premiere at the Apple keynote, which now would be covered by practically everyone we know. We would watch it live, but nobody did this year. We would all roll our eyes the entire time and make jerk-off motions well, to ourselves at our computers. With I our got... right hands, and the left hand is pre-ordering. <laughs> yes. yes. And, uh, but the, the keynote where it's introduced, Steve Jobs is fucking pissed. Like, it's him talking about how IBM has denied Apple's growth in every single way. He's literally setting up mm. a scenario that you see in the commercial. He's very, very angry. Uh, I've never seen this before, but this is, this is uh, Steve Jobs introducing the 1984 commercial. And it's really cool, especially how mad this man is. In 1977, Apple, a young, fledgling company on the West Coast, invents the Apple II, the first personal computer as we know it today. IBM dismisses the personal computer as too small to do serious computing and unimportant to their business. The early 80s. He's going through the timeline of like just how IBM fucked up as if he's campaigning against them right. in, a, in a fucking primary. It's almost like he enjoys talking about himself. When he's mm-hmm. It seems... Yeah, somebody needs to like. I'm an explorer. Take a little I'm humility. I'm a pioneer, and I'm coming. They denied us at every turn, <laughs> but, but what was happening is that IBM didn't want to get in the computer game, but then did, and of course made Apple eat its own shit. Um, but so that's what he's talking. Here's the future of Jobs is envisioning if IBM were to control everything. 1983, Apple and IBM emerge as the industry's strongest competitors. Each selling approximately $1 billion worth of personal computers in 1983. Each will invest greater than $50 million for R&D and another $50 million for television advertising in 1984, totaling almost one quarter of a billion dollars combined. The shakeout is in full swing. The first major firm goes bankrupt with others teetering on the brink. Total industry losses for 83 outshadow even the combined profits of Apple and IBM for personal computers. It is now 1984. It appears IBM wants it all. Apple is perceived to be the only hope to offer IBM a run for its money. Dealers initially welcoming IBM with open arms now fear an IBM-dominated and controlled future. They are increasingly and desperately turning back to Apple as the only force that can ensure their future freedom. 
this is all so bizarre. Like, I can't tell if he's serious or tr- no, doing his best to set up the commercial. He's dead serious. Yes. Like, he's dead serious. Just the I irony of that, like, guy, yeah. 20 years later, it's like, can I move any file off of my iPhone? Mm-hmm. Absolutely no, not. Yeah. No, it's got to go directly through iTunes, and it will need 700 updates before and we, you do we that. We did uh, an episode last year mm-hmm. about press conferences yeah. where he's just like, Excuse me, uh, my demo doesn't work because you're all using the Wi-Fi. If you could please turn off your Wi-Fi, we will give you this new story after the press conference. Like, fuck you. <laughs> Maybe if you made a better phone. And, yeah. and meanwhile, here on the periphery of Silicon Valley, it feels like the situation is completely reversed. The last product I was aware of IBM making was that robot who won Jeopardy. <laughs> I, I don't know anybody who buys yeah, an IBM. The, uh, you got to make your money somehow. The early 2000s was kind of a switch back. Mm-hmm. Like they were, All through the 90s, it was all win- an IBM compatible before we, we finally oh, yeah. settled on well, PC. All, when we were in junior high and high school, it was all about ni- Windows 95. Like That was the big change. Right. And then from like 95 till probably 02, 03, it was all PCs forever. And then... It was those IMAX, the yeah. colored, yeah. like it's green, it's pink, it's what it's the Nintendo sixty four fun colors, <laughs> and yeah. uh, that's when I noticed I noticed more people in college getting mm-hmm. Macs, and then the yeah. iPhone and stuff. And I mean, I held out for a Mac until it had the uh, Pikachu design. Yeah, <laughs> like the reset I mean, it was mostly corporate stuff then, all right? Like they just I think sell so, server like servers and, and shit, yeah, yeah. stuff you could never afford because you Lenovo won't ever need <laughs> <laughs> and Dell computers, as far as the eye can see, if you work in an office. So what do yes, you do? Yeah. We we make Skype, but really expensive. <laughs> that's what we do here at IBM. Um, I'm going to burn one off. That's my absolute favorite Super Bowl commercial ever. So this is to set the stage. 2010, Jay Leno has just kicked Conan O'Brien off the air. Uh, there's two real big talk shows still right now. Kimmel's not so much a uh, competitor on the networks. It's Letterman and Leno. And they appear on a, in a 10-second commercial together with Oprah Winfrey. This is the worst Super Bowl party ever. Now, Dave, be nice. Oh, he's just saying that because I'm here. No, he's just saying that because I'm here. <sighs> That's it. They just sit there and eat nachos together. I'm like, that is nah, that is beautiful. When You're are one- they going to fuck? <laughs> <laughs> when do they get to the fuck factory? Um, I tell you what. In just a second, I'll turn it back around. Hey, have so you heard of my cock? Have you seen my cock? Our uh, more millennial-leaning friends He's can get down. He's got a big down. old Mountain Dew next to him, though. You can tell. Uh, I want to just—I was trying. What I tried to do is get a subcategory of like movie shit. This is the single worst uh, Super Bowl trailer I have ever seen, uh-huh. Uh-huh. but it's tailored directly for the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was for Gladiator, uh, and they use best picture winner Gladiator. Best, best again, Ridley Gladiator. Scott coming at us, or is that <laughs> oh, Tony Scott? Tony Scott. Mm-hmm. Ridley Scott. This as as Ridley Michael Rapara said, the only director's name you can scat. Yeah, I hate Gladiator. I don't know. I don't know why people love it so much. Really? I've, never, I, I've never been able to like get a foothold in it. It just seems overwrought and terrible. Like the whole time, I just don't get it. I mean, yeah. Um, but what the whole the whole commercial starts out by like this total jerk session of football, and then slowly dissolving into footage of Gladiator. If you like these men coming at one another hmm. you're gonna love gladiator and of course he really loves the love story where he loves his family so much <laughs> so with that it builds and like can anybody guess the song they might use for that in the year 2000 uh three doors down song it's close-ish Ooh. close-ish mm-hmm. say uh, we will rock you no no okay. think think current i was thinking of that heath ledger movie current it's it's undeniably cool right now Why is Vic Mackey fighting a lion? <laughs> <laughs> that lion thinks it can play by its own set of rules. Yeah, I don't like Gladiator, but uh, I do like this this commercial. It's fine. 
Well, just because, like, um, in this year... The guy being, wears a cow head, and he cuts his head <laughs> off. I, I, I wouldn't mind revisiting it. I just, like, I didn't get it. I saw it in theaters. It didn't I, move me. I it doubt got, it's it won a fucking Oscar. It came out on yeah. May 5th, 2000, by the hey, way. Hey, well, what movie do you think the Super Bowl was pushing in 1999, Brett, that we would we all here would care about? Matrix? Yeah. Like, yeah. And so, like, in a pre-internet world where trailers didn't necessarily come online first... I saw the Matrix. For, yeah. I, I'm like I'm reading movie websites. I don't know fuck about yeah. the Matrix. Those guys had made one movie about two lesbian bank robbers mm-hmm. that very few people saw. Bound. A Bound. Yeah. yeah. The Wachowski siblings. Who are and, both huge football fans. <laughs> I, I remember seeing that first trailer and just being like, I don't even understand. Yeah. yeah. And it came out when we were on spring break in March of '99, mm-hmm. and it, that theater was completely full yeah yeah i tried to sneak into it sold out i took acid like the morning before hmm. and tried to go and the acid was still there i got ca- i got caught by security on acid and thrown <laughs> out of the theater boy we can tell you was on the acid st- trip stayed awake and tra- stayed awake and tried to go again and fell asleep 10 times so like didn't understand <laughs> oh was the matrix any good that one time i snuck into it i fell asleep i still, I've told this the story boy was out his mind put him in a home cell with the gator <laughs> i love this uh, i've told this before but uh deepest self um <laughs> we went to see the Matrix, and my friend mm. didn't have his didn't have a driver's license yeah. and didn't bring his ID, and so they carted him to get into a rated R movie. Mm. And we were all eighteen, so we t- technically are all fine mm. as far as like being carted hard to get into a rated R movie. But they wouldn't let him in, so one of my other friends was like, "Fine, I'll wait with you out here." And they went and saw Ed TV instead. <laughs> don't regret it at all. <laughs> What's, I, we saw the we worst all come out show. Of the, we all came out of the Matrix like, whoa! <laughs> <laughs> Our uh, movie had Jen Elfman. Uh, come on, guys. Ellen Jenner's was really funny in that two minutes she was on screen. And they were like, it was fine. Uh, but I, like, <laughs> no, and then he... <laughs> but like, it, it presented a mystery. I, I thought that was really, really cool yeah. that like this is how they promote it. Whoa. Unfortunately, no one can be told what the Matrix is. Bend over, Marilyn Manson. Bullet dodge. Do you take the red football or the blue football? (laughs) (laughs) Well, Dave, I totally missed it. uh, Are you Bud or Bud Light? In 2014, uh, now that we live in a world without shame, Mm. um, uh, Lawrence Fishburne starred in a a series of Kia commercials as Morpheus. I I never saw these. I remember these. The world of luxury has been pulled over your eyes to blind you from the truth. We just want to get our car. Take the blue key, you go back to the luxury you know. You take the red key, and you'll never look at luxury the same again. Yes. Hooray. Yes, this is me opting for a Kia. <laughs> I do love, I can't and remember. True science fiction. Someone around the <laughs> Super Bowl tweeted something like, uh, technically, uh, Morpheus died in the Ma- Matrix MMO, so good job, Kia. That's <laughs> right. I remember that. that. And that's right. It was like the second season of they it, too. They did canonically yeah. kill him. They tackled the murdered me. Guess what? <laughs> Morpheus. <laughs> Uh, it's so sad though. This, it's just the fucking reloaded revolution. You know what thing. the only thing more ridiculous in this Kia ad is? What? The Kia ads claiming that LeBron James drives and enjoys yeah. a Kia. Do you find something comical about the way I look in this <laughs> tiny automobile? I can fit into this in a Geo Tracker. Terrible LeBron impression. But I don't know what that was. It's what I would imagine it looks like. You were him. making, you were doing an impression of the big guy. In yeah. The well, he's a big dude, and yeah. Kias are tiny. He's huge. Yeah. And yeah. And, no, you would not see LeBron in a Kia. I oh. enjoy the. You, Kia. I wouldn't see him driving himself anywhere. Does uh, he? A Kia. <laughs> Earth. What cars do they make in Cleveland? Uh, anyway, depression. Before we get into the one that's going to delight millennials forever, this being its anniversary, I'll play that one real quick. We'll go back in time even further. I, I don't remember this one. Oh, you're yeah. the best ever. Yeah, sure. Want my coke? 
way too big. It's okay, you can have it. No, no. Really, you can have it. Just okay. let me hear the song. Wow, he is slamming that coat. He really is. Hey, kid. I wipe my groin with this. Oh, yeah. so I, wow, a giant clown hanky. <laughs> I wanted to play that just because, like, that's one of those things, you know, being a huge Simpsons fan, that I've never I've never seen this until the advent of YouTube. Right, of course. It, I've only seen a billion fucking parodies yeah, of the guy exactly. throwing the yeah. towel to the kid. Oh, that kid's so fucking room. entitled. Have it. And then when, when the guy drinks it, he just he walks away dejected like... You offered it to him like three times. You insisted he take the coke, and then he's like, "Fine, sure, okay." Yeah. And then well, like, well yeah. thanks for nothing. Watching it again, <laughs> kid, with a you interacted eye. with the celebrity for five seconds. Like, how'd you get past security? Yeah. <laughs> was he named Mean Joe Green because he was mean, or I think cursed? that's the idea. That, yeah, he's a yes. mean dude, he's uh, unapproachable. Right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then Coca Cola paid him to have his uh his yeah. his, his face turned. WWE it turns out uh, nine uh, figures makes you smile. It's like Sherman doing those Skittles ads, you know. <laughs> this is actually an ad that WWE would lampoon. There's one where like some k- Bret Hart is walking in the ring and this kid just yells Bret! And then Bret turns around and gives him his glasses. Kind of in that same sort of uh, like can hallway. You not, can you not get that sound clip to play when I go off when I get out of line? No, I should, I should probably get that. I'm using six computers and blowing my nose. <laughs> I'm trying. Also, um, quick aside here too. This is another thing. Uh, there's a recommended video for this one too. It says Mean Joe Green, the <laughs> making of the commercial part one by the account Coke Conversations. <laughs> 75,000 views. Seriously? You don't want to watch? It's more than our entire Kingdom Hearts playthrough has. Um, <laughs> for what it's worth, it's a terrible playthrough. <laughs> <laughs> of two uh, angry men rediscovering a game they don't like. <laughs> I, I gotta get to this because this is just, this is incredible. 1984. It certainly is a big bun. It's a very big bun. Big fluffy bun. It's a very big fluffy bun. Where's the beef? Some hamburger places give you a lot less beef on a lot of bun. Where's the beef? At Wendy's, we serve a hamburger we modestly call a single. And Wendy's single has more beef than the Whopper or Big Mac. There it is. Where's beef. the beef? Which is beef. something I don't fucking remember, but I like... I remember that one. The, the ripples of its yeah. references, like... Came into my life. Said during a presidential debate or something. I have that clip right here. When we talk about like mm-hmm. these commercials entering the lexicon, it feels like everything little C- every commercial Little Caesars made created catchphrases in my elementary school. Uh, pizza, 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 pizza. Well, there was like the ching. Like Did you not have the ching? And that like that for like months, people would score a basket or like get a Valentine ching. Never mind. I guess that was a <laughs> colloquial you, thing. Uh, more but, of a Bazinga family. I don't know uh, if we. If the Seminoles get a ah. safety, you'll get a free order of crazy bread. <laughs> hey, you tailored it to me. You targeted me. Uh, this is the 1984 uh, Democratic candidate uh, debates. And this is... This Walter is Wandale. Gary Hart challenging uh, eventual winner Walter Mondale, who would lose astoundingly to Ronald Reagan that very yeah. same year. But uh, vice president under Jimmy Carter. This is the vice president of the United States of America and probably one of the most watched debates of its time, given that it's a relatively new medium and elsewhere shouldn't just be jobs it should be the opportunity to own and operate businesses that create jobs glenn may respond to that well we'll get we'll come back to you let some of the others know about coming out from entrepreneurs you know when i when i hear when i hear what when i hear when i hear your new ideas i'm reminded of that ad where's the beef yeah 
Owned to the fucking owned. Dude, the crowd went wild. Where do you, like, we, how do you? Can we pay an NBA player to be <laughs> off screen and dunk uh, a, Dude, a, a rim somewhere in the building? Every time? In response, and it's this sounds embarrassing, and I couldn't find any clips, nor did I want to go try. <laughs> that as both of these candidates were warring to win the nomination, they all had variation like, yeah. Here's the fucking beef, asshole. That, that's how they introduced. Oh, do you consider this beef? Oh, yes. You, <laughs> you want to see beef? Like <laughs> this this Friday at NBC. Be there. The beef will be spread. Senator McKenzie from South Dakota <laughs> says, <laughs> "What's up?" But like, I think I think we live in too big a world that like a corporation could push a corporate spokesman and a catchphrase into our life as much as they did with Spuds McKenzie. Now they just pay the politicians. But this this is, an, a more, to me, is a more extreme... And ex- it's manufactured a taste for beef that if the whole world had, uh, <laughs> that America has, the whole world would be out of water by now. I, I did send that Bret Hart uh, commercials that's similar to the I football see. one to you. Um, really? But I'm, I more want to talk about Clara Peller, the mm. Where's the Beef Lady, okay. became an international sensation on yes. talk. Here is, her, mm. here is Don Rickles not being mean to her. What? Clara, we really enjoyed having you. Thanks for being here, and is there anything you'd like to say about the show? Where's the money? This is an 84-year-old woman who is now, like, a fucking household name. A meme. Sorry, this is is a meme. Fly your ass out here, you 84-year-old woman, to go, where's the beef? And it's because, like, So Don Rickles can make fun of you and give you a check. A Super Bowl ad from next year. Clara and I are here to announce Wendy's Where's the Beef Monday Night Football game. Just go to Wendy's it's and Mike pick up Duke this card. game card with details. He's talking. Then during each Monday night football game, we'll announce the winners of a $20,000 drawing. That's Big Bucks. Butkiss. Hey, what kind of name is Butkiss? It is Dick hey. Butkiss. I, I actually I could not understand what she was saying yeah. before. It, it, it's a, she is like four feet tall. And I love that she looks like it sounds like mom from Futurama. Look at that! Her her face was everywhere. Yeah, Yeah, and like I still recognize her on on immediate sight. Like that's the where's the beef lady, and then also like. Remember that outfit you wore in that, co- in that commercial a year ago? <laughs> yeah. You have to wear that every, every day. day. Yeah. You the thing be- that looks like, what was the American Gothic thing? Or Ma, Ma, whatever. Oh, yes. What? The American Gothic outfit? Yeah, yeah. Like yeah just it's the- only like, ma- like missing the rhinestone. Ma Bell, in the that's what I'm thinking of. Yeah, well, yeah. Uh, she, was, she appeared on a hit song about her by the local d- DJ Coyote McLeod. She's had a hit album. Less popular Star Fox yeah, character. Brought her some buns and Holy voice. shit. Amazing. She thought she's getting one heck of a deal. Buck 99 for a whole darn meal. So when she opened the buns, put on the mustard. Her eyes squinted up, she got all flustered. Oh my God. She said, I've had burgers, well done and rare. Yeah. I got one that ain't even there. She got no response from ringing the bell. And that's when she started to yell. Where's the beef? That's lit. She don't see no beef at all. Well, really well, well, uh, I couldn't take the lyrics out. That's a pretty slick it's song. Fine. It's, a, it's terrible. Actually, it's one of those shitty like I wrote a rap and Rodney song. Oh yeah, uh, call and response. So the studio base. musicians to do most of the work. Yes, that's uh, like this borderline not almost not disco, but still kind of disco. Yeah, it's like that's that has more seventies flavor to yeah. it than eighties. I rented a modular synth from the local spot. And uh, she she did everything you could do in the eighties. Dude, she did. I'm looking at her like resume. She was on Saturday Night Live. Yeah, she was on was, SNL, which was hosted by George McGovern that week so just to put a timestamp <laughs> on it Jesus. she uh, was in a commercial for this stuff 
Yeah, wow. the movie, the yeah. stuff. That movie rules, by the and way. And was at yes. WrestleMania too. She was event. Oh, like, WrestleMania too. I think yeah. a little over a year later. Where's the Brutus the Beefcake Barber? <laughs> <laughs> a little over a year later, she has been murdered. <laughs> a little over a year later, she was fired for starring in a Prego spaghetti sauce commercial, appearing once to say, "Oh, here's the beef," and Wendy's <gasps> like, "Betrayal! Fuck you! Get out of here!" It didn't matter. She was autom- She was automatically like not I'm unlike sure she that fucking because she was prego. Jesus, <laughs> <laughs> oh, the poor uh, the poor lab rat had to pull that off. <laughs> Is that something Wendy's Burgers does? Make you fertile in, as a septuagenarian? <laughs> Fuck it. Like, but she got nothing but commercial work until her death in '89, and based on her love of beef. Yeah. Uh, we don't know how to tell you this, but your dog food doesn't have any meat. No meat. Lots of people are surprised that dry dog food doesn't have meat. No meat. So they're buying Praise Complete from Purina. Praise Complete dog food. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, it has meat. All right, let's close it out with something I think people get into. It's been talked about a lot because something just celebrated its 20th anniversary. Uh, mm-hmm. And the basis of it is in a fucking Super Bowl commercial. Oh wait, I, w- I wanted to get that one out of there because we talked about it, um, talked about it in another podcast somewhere. But this this created uh, schoolyard catchphrases. Oh yeah, off the floor, off the scoreboard, off oh, the yeah, main nice. board, no rim. That's uh, Michael Jordan and Larry Bird. Michael Jordan being the undisputed king of Super Bowl commercials. And they're playing a game of horse for a, to win a burger. To win a $1 sandwich. They could each buy their own McDonald's franchises. <laughs> on yeah. alert. Uh, yes. They could, <laughs> with what they find in their in their. They could get on a Concord yeah. that day and be in London before the commercial's over eating a Big Mac in London. But I can't, I can't, I can't really nail down the... Or something it, nicer in London. <laughs> the, we were talking about on a show about video games because the, the game Jordan vs. Bird yeah. had come out uh, somewhat yeah. recently. Great title and, and screen. This mm-hmm. wasn't a tie-in with that, but like... I knew about Jordan versus yeah. everybody here. Bulls versus Celtics, very famous. Well, yeah, that's yeah, the thing. Yeah. That's they couldn't. There was its own game. We were actually. talking about because at the time Jordan versus Bird was made, there wasn't really any NBA licensed games because yeah. I think that was too expensive to do. Mm. So instead, they licensed two people, right. and those two people became or synonymous arch rivals. With, yeah, arch rivals, <laughs> double trouble. You can play as Nebraska. I can play as the letter W. <laughs> yeah, uh, but Jordan versus Bird spread it into commercials, and then that became yeah. an annual tradition. They added Charles Barkley and other shit, and like yeah. God's. Uh, and I hate to put on my sportsman hat, but <laughs> like you are wearing Jordan, a baseball hat. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah, it's a hockey hat. But Michael yeah. Jordan is the greatest basketball player of all time. But if you're talking about long range shooting, Larry Bird Bird. won multiple three point competitions. He's gonna he's gonna get the shot from the rafters more than Michael Jordan. He's a he's a ballistics expert. Yeah, (laughs) I mean if 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 Bird is guarding Jordan, he's gonna get smoked and and uh, Jordan Jordan will win. But this commercial, Bird will win. I watched. I just watched a video of Larry Bird. Being awesome at basketball, and I, I'm not—I'm only now in a position where I can recognize athleticism that I'll never achieve because I don't really watch sports. But he is so ungraceful and goofy looking, yeah. but fucking dominates, like pushes people over and like really gets around. It's the most—it's the most goofiest pro player you've ever seen. We around the time of this because I was in junior high, mm-hmm. uh, we start—we tried to do this in our gym. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's do elaborate trick shots, and I had this friend and. He was constantly getting in trouble anyway, mm-hmm. and so when he threw it, mm-hmm. of course, the most mousetrap-esque <laughs> series of events unfolded where he threw it, it hits like the corner of the rim, does a cartoonish bounce into the <laughs> ceiling, 
dribbles r- rapidly in the rafters <laughs> and then shoots directly out of the only open window in the gym. <laughs> the pop and rocks the, fall in the crystal Pepsi. Richard the, Nixon resigns. And the only basketball we have in the gym is <laughs> is gone. I'm sorry, and, children. And everyone, like, knees give out. Just like, it's one of those things where everyone is, like, loses their mind that uh, that, that cartoonish shit just occurred. Nothing but street. Mm-hmm. All I can think of when I see Larry Bird is that uh, scene from uh, Do the Right Thing where the white guy is walking to his yeah. brownstone. They're like... Why are you wearing that jersey? Why don't you just move to Boston? I'm from Brooklyn. No! Like, I was born here. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, fuck it. But in terms of Michael Jordan, I, I don't think anything is, as, as a commercial has had the influence uh, that this one has had. Um... Hey, Jordan. Hey, hey Jordan. What'd you expect? Am my friend? Nice shot. <laughs> so it's Bugs Bunny and uh, uh, Michael Jordan on a terrible VHS uh, trend. That yeah. Air Thanks Jordan, for... Air Jordan mm-hmm. cadence was the most Japanese shit I've ever heard. Like, Bioin, Bioin, One of them is one of them is hospital. One of them is like hairdresser. And Michael Jordan with his always terrible acting. Yeah. Who oh, did you expect, sick. Elmer Fudd? Yeah, but then, then <laughs> want to try that again? We all we all know <laughs> we paid two million dollars. Uh, I think Bugs is wearing the fives there too, if I'm not mistaken. Maybe the <laughs> well, I saw now trying to Google this, trying to Google just Hair Jordan. It's just a fucking shoe. Yeah, yeah. it's like a, a limited release shoe multiple times. Mm-hmm. I don't yeah, know, they just released guy. the Space Jams this year. Actually, did they? They did. Yeah, yeah and like but, Bugs Bunny's in a bunch of fucking Nike commercials. Dude, it's weird. Like I pay a lot of attention to sneakers, but they all have gimmicks for the colorways. The colorways mm-hmm. all have a story behind them. Where really? it's just like, yeah, this is the band one. This is a repro of the model that came out when Jordan's shoes were banned from the NBA and stuff. So each one has a dumb name and a dumb story for. <laughs> This shoe is orange and black. Here's why. Shattered backboard, reverse variant. And it's $250. <laughs> don't wear it. Uh, like, I, I don't... It's difficult to describe the trajectory of this. Because, I mean, obviously, I, I wasn't anti-sports. Michael Jordan was a huge persona in my life. Bugs sure. Bunny as well. Like, we were all... Tra- if you look at the latter commercials for this, mm-hmm. that doesn't play in audio, it looks way better than the resulting film that came about it in 1996. Movie sucks. Space Jam is bad. It, uh, we just we just had a little flare up on our Facebook board because like uh, AV Club posted like this movie is not good. It's not. It, we rewatched it like what six months ago. Yeah, yeah. It's bad. Still yeah. never seen it. it. Even at the time, it wasn't what I wanted it to be. It's yeah. it's a it's Michael Jordan the movie featuring the Looney Tunes. But the, all the commercials does, yeah. have them doing Looney Tunes gags. Yeah. I get and it's, that they're all everyone's funny. going through their solo cup nostalgia <laughs> '90s phase, and that's great. But but I don't know of that many commercials that went all the way yeah. into feature film production. And this this yeah. one did after I, four years of success. I did like the deleted scene where Judge Doom puts a pair of Hair Jordans into Dip <laughs> and kills him. <laughs> <laughs> I got it as a Roger Rabbit yes. fan. And it's not that it just wasn't Roger Rabbit. A bunch of people from Roger Rabbit worked on Space Jam, and it's uh, the website Cartoon Brew has a great mm. oral history of that. If you're a real animation <laughs> fan, talking about how difficult it was, how Warner Brothers like barely has. Mm. A traditional animation division left. They're kind of making the jump to CG, and this is kind of one of the last things. Mm-hmm. Gets absorbed over into 3D because it has a. It was the, the behind the scenes shots are just like Michael Jordan playing basketball with a green basketball mm-hmm. on a green screen in front of a green hoop as hmm. things are animated around him. I give that movie shit, but it doesn't look like Jordan yeah. had an easy job mm-hmm. uh, for that film. But no, I do not. I do not care for that film at all. It. it, it Logically makes no sense that the Looney Tunes world is underground. Mm-hmm. Let's not even do that. What the fuck? <laughs> it just make, it, all of it. All of it makes me so mad. They don't act like Looney Tunes for mm-hmm. most of the time, and they talked about that in the oral history. That the, other than the commercials for Nike, the Looney Tunes had sort of been he called it domesticated. Mm-hmm. They were just sort of like, yeah, get you. 
make sure to register to vote, Doc. It's the right thing to do. No one gets hit with a hammer. <laughs> no one gets shot with anything. They had Dr. Ben Carson right there. <laughs> yes, with Mr. Burns' hands. <laughs> Excellent. Yeah, but like they, they never really gave up on like... Um, and the guy who directed Space Jam, he, he directed one other film, a movie I love, Richard <laughs> Dreyfuss's... Uh, Dirtbag Degenerates gambling movie, Let It Ride, ah, if you've no, ever seen that. Uh, but he's, he he directed the sneaker commercials and rode that into a movie. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I, I've Get all, your money, Playboy. Because uh, in the oral history, you see a lot of people like um, on the animation division willing to talk about it because it is a fascinating process. But it's sure. like it still seems like a movie no one is proud of because you don't see like Charles Barkley didn't participate. Mm-hmm. Uh, Muggsy Bose didn't participate. Jordan didn't participate. Bill Murray and Wayne mm-hmm. Knight didn't bother. Dude, I mean, they released those shoes this year. They sold it instantly, and they released like a million other things too, like Toon Squad jerseys and all that other crap. And it was all like two hundred bucks, and everyone bought it instantaneously. <laughs> it's, it's, and but, it's like, I think you know, as a cultural like touchstone point, of, yes. like here's every famous basketball player, not every most famous basketball players of the time, with one of the biggest cartoon brands ever. Mm-hmm. It's a thing in its own. It's a thing, but it's, as a movie, it's boring and long it, and kind of ugly. Yeah, yeah, it's 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 real ugly in parts, especially yeah. those. 3D portions where they try and pack the stadium with the leftover Looney Tunes yeah. characters, of yeah. which there's like 13, and yeah. it's a clone stamp you see repeated over and over again. What's the nanny? I get to see a little uh, bit nanny. It's Granny. Granny. Yeah. Granny. June Foray, the only voice actor still with us. Oh, wow. Um, yeah, but it, they still keep trying to relaunch. It's it's just weird that a lot of other Warner Brothers Looney Tunes products have failed as cartoons, but they still continue to show interest in making new Space Jam stuff. Up to and including a more recent commercial from, like, just a few years ago. What's up, jocks? Monsters again, huh? Yeah. Oh, brother. You need some of these, some of these, a lot of these. Oh, and one of these. Mike Griffin? Who'd you expect? Elmer Fudd? That joke again. Oh. That's a reference to the Except original he delivered it way better. <laughs> than Michael Jordan? <laughs> yes. I, I don't know who that is. Uh, Blake Griffin. Mike Griffin? Griffin? Yeah. From the Clippers. Blake Griffin. Blake Griffin. Clippers. From Family yes. Guy? Yes. Clippers. Come on. He's bad. I, I don't have no idea. You idiot. Stewie no Griffin. <laughs> <laughs> was the... Uh, Asshole. Was the Barkley Asshole. versus uh, Godzilla commercial from the Super Bowl? I can't remember. I want to uh, say... Well, the uh, 98 Godzilla movie did have a Super Bowl commercial. Did it? I don't remember which one. It was. His foot's the size of this bus. Yeah, I, I, yank, went, yank. I went trying to look around, but like I wanted to find something on par with a Gladiator thing that really tried to like Independence play Independence Day had a big one. Did it? That in 96. Played into America, Americana oh, football. Oh, I don't remember. It just tailored itself to the sure. Super Bowl. Oh, uh, yeah. Which now, and, like, we're just, like, days away from seeing teasers for Super Bowl commercials. That is about to happen. Uh, tell us yours. Let us know your favorite commercials uh, at lasertimepodcast.com. I would expect a gigantic fast uh, Fate of the Furious <laughs> ad in yes. the Super Bowl. There we oh, go. that's right, because it's out in April. Yep. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it's on Matrix timeline now. Yep. <laughs> it's on a summer film. Uh, you can expect my ass <laughs> to be watching that movie. Yeah, I mean, we're probably going to watch the Super Bowl, aren't we? Guys, we're going to see so many great, tepid political hot takes from oh. corporations. <laughs> you know, you know yeah. what I, you know what I did try and do? I tried to find video game mm-hmm. commercials from the Super Bowl because, but I don't think not a lot of games or consoles yeah. hit those kind of heights where they wanted to advertise yeah. to that audience. Right. I th- I, wasn't there a Wii one? I think there might have been a Wii one last year. There was a just Pokemon brand twenty year anniversary uh. amazing celebration, but that that, that sort of it. Uh, like there's no, I just was shocked. There's no Nintendo console Super Bowl commercial, no PlayStation console Super Bowl commercial. Hmm. There's a great uh, uh, Bill Withers hmm. Dante's Inferno EA trailer wow. from the Super Bowl. Wow. Yeah. Ain't no sunshine when you stab. Um, yes, uh, boob monster. <laughs> I did. I did. After an exhaustive search, find one amazing video game commercial. 
Probably for the most American console that's ever existed. I know. You think you're going to be the one person in the world who wow. can operate a computer. You think you won't even be able to hook it up and it'll sit on your shelf mocking you. Well, this is how easy it is to get started with the new Atari XL home computer. Once you get the whole system set up, there are over 2,000 things you can do with it. Super Bowl 18 has Alan Olda. Yes. <laughs> like, literally assembling an Atari for you to show you how idiot-proof it 2, is. 2,000 things you can do with it is like... <laughs> you are literally including, like... You can like, play Space Invaders. You can lose at Space Invaders. Yeah, yeah it's like every, every possible permutation. Like, you can look at it. You can look at things around it. Solitaire, Jim Rummy, mm-hmm. poker. You could lift it for aerobic exercise. There's 17 versions of tennis on the console itself. Right you can now. blame it for your problem. <laughs> it has a clock and a calculator. You can type in English, French, German. Accuse it of making your kids dumber. <laughs> yes. That's that's all I got. I want you guys to tell us yours. There were a couple of controversial ones I didn't pick up on. There's a, a transphobic Holiday Inn commercial mm. featuring Banya from Seinfeld. Oh. Uh, the original Master Lock 1960s commercials that they had to ban eventually because they were all about shooting a gun through mm. a Master Lock. Lock to show that it wouldn't break. That's cool. And repeatable. And mimicable by a lot of Americans. Hey, hold up this lock while I shoot it. Uh, I'm going to shoot this lock. And yeah, tell us yours at lasertimepodcast.com. Uh, that is the conclusion of our show. Well, should we have some ads now? Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. we're going to do some light plugs. Mm-hmm. Uh, lasertimepodcast.com is where you find this and many others. I, I, I'm going to put some up on the site so you can see mm-hmm. them for yourselves with some other stuff we didn't get around to talking about. So check out uh, lasertimepodcast.com this week and you should see it. We also, uh, as, as alluded to at the top of the show, 3020.net. Oh, yeah. That's the words. We go week by week and look at what happened that exact week. Mm-hmm. 30 years ago, 20 years ago, 10 years ago. That means 87, 97, 07. And a year ago, uh, when we started the show in 86, was the Super Bowl Shuffle, as yeah. a matter which was the same weekend as the Challenger exploding. I, ah. One of the first wow. Baker's Whoops. Dozen of Laser Time episodes was all about athletes singing a song before the Super Bowl, <laughs> yeah. inspired by the Super Bowl yeah. Shuffle. Holy shit, but, uh, how many more of these can we do? Um, as of this <laughs> recording, though, uh, the Star Wars Special Edition from mm. 1997 is now 20 years old, so we spend a lot of time talking about that. But, uh, yeah, you can go to 3020.net and listen to that. We also have VG Empire, the video game music podcast. We just did a Kirby episode. We did a 2016 best of looking at stuff like Doom and Fury, uh, a lot of modern stuff. Eco and Shadow of the Colossus, a Soul Blade episode, a lot of stuff. Uh, and there's Laser Time's Patreon, patreon.com slash laser time. Uh, as little as $5 a month gets you a weekly bonus show, bonus time, as well as uh, multiple movie commentaries every single month. And then at the $10 level, there's uh, some a lot of wrestling stuff like a uh, Cheap podcast, a pro wrestling podcast, and uh, multiple wrestling match commentaries. We just did one for the Royal Rumble, which is always a nice thing that comes out the week before the Super Bowl. Yeah. yeah. So you'll all you'll we'll also have an episode for the 2017 Royal Rumble, which is our favorite. Uh, yeah. Uh, and you also r- get to you also get to vote on our Monday night movies. That's true. Uh, we watch a movie usually every other Monday or twice a month mm-hmm. live it, with you on our YouTube. Channel. It does help us out. It keeps our shows in business, like Talking Simpsons, are up. Uh, Weekly chronological look at the Simpsons with uh, Henry Gilbert and Bob Mackey. Uh, Michael Raparez on Video Game Apocalypse, where he recently talked about um, the Switch and Resident, Resident Evil 7, which you've also streamed on our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash laser time. And yes, before I forget, this show is executive produced by Joshua Clazer and many other fine and generous patrons over at patreon.com slash laser time. See you next week, people. <laughs> Hit, hit, hit.